season three of therapy. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. Welcome to Therapy Season 3. The session that you're about to hear was actually recorded last night. My good pal, one of my only true friends, Sharif, was over here at my apartment, and we were going through Reddit, and we were trying to give relationship advice. I thought it would be an interesting thing to try and do, to have two completely different perspectives. I am in a long-term relationship. I'm engaged. Sharif... (laughs) is on the other end of the spectrum. He is fiercely single. What you're about to hear is us giving um, fantastic advice to people that are having issues with dating and love. So I hope you all enjoy. And thanks again to Sharif for taking the time to do this show with me. I never had kids, and I'm not against having a child with a partner in the future, but I'm not ready to be with someone who already has children. I don't think I'll do great with forming a bond with a kid, and it comes with extra baggage and drama. But at 38, Is it realistic to only want to date divorced men with no kids or never married men? I think what they're asking is, is it like an appropriate restriction to have to only want to date people that haven't been married before and or don't have kids? But for context, this woman is 39 years old. (laughs) So if I'm being completely honest, do you really have the right... There's there's no options left. (laughs) You really just have to uh, take what you can get at this point. Yeah. Uh, If I'm being perfectly honest, I think that if you were if you were in your 20s, uh, then you could be like, yeah, I don't want to date anybody that has kids. That's crazy. Like I'm 25. You're 25. You're 25. It's appropriate for us to say I don't want somebody that's been married before or has kids because I don't want a kid right now. But if you're pushing 40, I don't really think you're in a. I think you're like in a great I, position. I feel like you're definitely narrowing your chances of finding someone special who you truly care about just because you're kind of scared about having to be a mother figure to kids. I mean, maybe I'm misconstruing it, but... Well, people are always talking about how like there's plenty of fish in the sea or whatever. Yeah. Not when you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> I have an ex that ghosted out of nowhere after agreeing that we would be friends. But he has been keeping close tabs on my snap for the past three weeks straight, even though we haven't talked at all. He's been watching everything I post in under five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's been watching everything I post in under five minutes, and sometimes quicker than that, lol. He also blows hot and cold whenever we do talk to each other. Sometimes he flirts and shows interest, and sometimes he doesn't. Not sure what to make of this. I'm really tempted to block him, though. Anyone have advice? Block him! Yeah, block him. (laughs) I I think I speak from experience when I say that he obviously still has feelings for you, and uh, he just doesn't want to cut off just yet, because he's just not... He he doesn't think he can do it himself. clearly not over you. Yeah. Yeah. So the main question, the title of it, is why do some guys ghost and keep tabs at the same time? Because they're weak. Because they still care. Because they can't let go. Yeah. Because they're soft little baby soy boys, and they don't know what it's like to experience anything new with anybody else. It's hard to get back out on the dating scene and try and like talk to new people and get to know new people and start over. And also, he wants to know if you're touching anybody new. <laughs> and I, I just think it's like, I'm shocked that she doesn't think it's super weird that he's watching all of your snaps in under five minutes. I mean, I, I think she understands that it's kind of suspicious, but I, I think she just understands why. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel bad for 
Can the you? Guy. <laughs> I don't want to look this up because I I genuinely want to know if you know it because you spend I think you spend more time on Snapchat than I do. Yeah, because I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you like turn on notifications for when somebody specifically snaps? Because um, how is he watching all of her stuff in under five minutes? That's crazy. Right? I mean, I could be wrong here, but I think you... God, that takes determination. But I think maybe <laughs> if you're just on Snapchat that much generally, maybe you always just you notice. Well. Yeah. I I think you can block notifications entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can mute someone. So you can yeah. uh, make sure, like, for example, you can't... If Becky Sue Snapchats you and you have her on mute, you don't get a notification. Okay. He also blows hot and cold whenever we do talk to each other. Well, the fact that you're still talking... Do yourself a favor and for him and just block him. It's like super... Like, just rip it, off the band-aid. Like, the, based on the perspective in which you're posting from, it seems like he's more interested in you than you are in him. I've heard a saying, something like, um, your, exes, your exes are for a reason. Right. And, yeah, I, I think they're an ex for an obvious reason. Let that man go. If you're asking whether about or not... the band-aid? <laughs> if you're asking whether or not you should block someone, then the answer is you should probably block them. Yeah. So this girl and I have been on several dates now, and it, and it so happens that I've been paying for everything. We pretty much come from a very similar background and understand about the importance of saving money. On plenty of other dates before, the girl would at least offer to pay, but this one does not. She makes more money than I do but I don't think she knows. Do I wait for her to initiate the next date and expect her to pay? Or do I bring it up before we think of something to do? Just talk to her. <laughs> just don't understand. Okay, first of all, how do you know that she makes more money than you? And how does she not know that you know? Like, have you been stalking I, her? I feel like a big problem with this is just communication, right? I feel like he's just too timid to ask her to pay, which I personally wouldn't do. I'd be kind of like more subtle about it. I'm trying to think how. You could do like something like, uh, hey, maybe can you cover this one? I'll get the tip. and Or like maybe this time you can cover it. And next but, time but, I'll get But it. if you just come out and say, hey, could you get this one? Then you immediately sound broke. So that's, that's the question. How do I subtly ask a girl? But I understand this guy not wanting to have this girl think that he's broke. And there's really no subtle... Like, I wish I had more information because he wouldn't be posting on Reddit if he could just afford it. <laughs> So maybe it's a money issue. I like the idea of letting her initiate the next date because it would, there's no indication based on this paragraph that they're in a relationship, right? I, I think it's a matter of like money and principle, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like it's uh, like, you don't want to feel used. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Like, I wish there was more context. Yeah, but because if you're, if you're, boy like if they're in like a long-term relationship or like, that's something else completely different between like, oh, this is my second date. You know? If you're boyfriend and girlfriend, you should be able to be like, hey, you know that you know what I do for a living. I know what you do for a living. Do you <laughs> mind? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah. Like, so with that being said, I think it's just they're probably like just like open date. dating, like yeah. just getting yeah. to know each other. And in that case, dog, you got to look out for yourself. You got to make sure that you could afford to like pay your bills and shit and eat on your own. So by all means, I would wait until she initiates the next date. And then when she's like, hey, you haven't been hitting me up to do anything lately, just be like, money's been kind of tight lately, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you. And if she has a problem with that, then she really maybe was just using you for your money. I think that's fair. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. So, oh my God. I went on this date with this girl uh, around last year, around June. And uh, it was like the night before my birthday. Long story short. Uh, she was like, well, happy birthday. Let me take you out. You can go to this place and get some takeout. Go back to my place and mm. watch a movie. Watch right, shitty right, right. TV, whatever. You know what I mean. I got the takeout, and he was like, okay, so here's a check. And I just look at her. 
look at my wallet. Slowly reach for my wallet. Just stare at her the whole time. <laughs> very, very like, slowly. Like, alright, well, it's my birthday. You invited me? No? No? Okay, I got it. Wait, she had you pay for your own food on your birthday? Yes. And hers? Yes. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> and then I, uh, straight up punk. <laughs> I was like, got back to her place, ate the food, like, alright. It's getting kind of late. It's good old 8.30. <laughs> Listen, this, this might sound super childish, but I thought about it and I've come to a conclusion about it. If you know that you have the money for the date, it's not like you have $12 in your account and you're out here like dating girls all over the place. One night when you're out with her at dinner, halfway through the dinner, just be like, oh God, this is so embarrassing. I literally forgot my wallet, but I can 100% cash app you for the whole thing. That gives her the opportunity to pay for the date. And then you know that she's willing and able to now, if you say, oh my God, I forgot my wallet, but I can totally cash app you for the whole thing. And she says, good. <laughs> <laughs> you better. <laughs> then you kind of know what you're working with. Like, I know yeah. that sounds super petty and weird, but at the same time, but you're not saying that you don't have the money. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying you should be blunt about it, but I'm saying you should like bring this up somehow. If you're asking for a subtle way to do it, I know that sounds crazy, but if you really, 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 no way. <laughs> if you really like the girl, then like, you know. It'll be something you guys laugh about if you end up in a relationship for years and years and yeah. years. Just be like, hey, remember that time I forgot my wallet? Yeah, I didn't. I just thought you were a gold digger. And then you <laughs> laugh about it. I think it's fine. Me and my sister are both on the same dating app, and I know she's speaking to the people I'm also speaking to. It's so awkward. What do I do? Me and my sister are attracted to the same sort of person, so it's really awkward because she told me about this person that she's talking to that she likes and that I also like, but I don't want to tell her. I don't know who exactly the hell you think you and your <laughs> sister are, but every single person within a five to 10 mile radius is not going to want both of you. Just talk to your girl. Like, it's not that deep. Maybe I'm missing something. Blood is thicker than water. I, yeah. Damn, that's a bar. Is this just how easy it is for girls on dating apps? It's just like, ugh. There's so many guys that want to So both. many options. It's fucking I, terrible. Could you oh imagine? My God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here like, God, please, please, please. <laughs> dude, no, dude, I got, three, I got three matches today. I got a match? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just imagining like if I was It's not a bot? Oh, my God. I'm just imagining if I was single and you were single and we are both on Tinder in Murfreesboro. Like, is this a conversation we would ever have to have? It's like, dude, we're both on the same app. and like, I've never had that problem. We're both just matching with all these girls. It's like, have you already talked to her? I can't relate. This is like, whatever is above first world problem, <laughs> this is it. Bro, dead ass, I got a match on Tinder yesterday. I barely use Tinder now. But I got a match, and she literally was on maternal leave as, we, as she was talking to me. She just had a kid, and she was like, hey, what's up, Sharif? I'm like, you just had a kid. It's that easy for them, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm still in recovery. Like, you can't touch me, but, like, trust me. And guys are like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's just easier for girls. It's Feels not bad, fair. Man. Feels bad. I've read a few posts regarding what women want in a guy. Advice guys give to other guys, etc. Most advice is similar, and I feel like I do most of it. I have a job, uh -huh. a car, yeah. I'm smart, uh -huh. I'm funny, yeah. I'm clean and groomed, uh -huh. I can keep a conversation going, Hell yeah. I have hobbies and interests that I'm them. passionate about. There you go. Am I perfect? Hell no. But I've made an effort to improve these aspects of me, so I'm going to, I'm going to recognize them. Yet I feel like I'm still getting nowhere, and I can't really figure out what I'm doing wrong. I can barely get a date, and when I do, I get ghosted or worse. No, it's worse than that. <laughs> I'm not be I'm, I'm not beautiful exactly. <laughs> I'm not beautiful. 
<laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> this poor guy's struggling. Oh, this is three hours ago. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm not beautiful exactly, but it's not like I'm hideous at all. I'm an average looking guy, I'd say. I'm just at a point where I don't know what to do anymore. Maybe move out of my parents' house? I'm planning on doing that anyways, but it doesn't seem to hinder my friends when finding dates and girlfriends. I'm 23 if that helps. I, I think it's just uh, about the girls who kind of go after. I wish I knew exactly how he's trying to meet people. I have a job, a car, I'm smart, I'm funny, I'm clean and groomed. I feel like that's a conclusion that the people who know you would come to about you. How are you able to determine these things well, I, I think if people are ghosting you and won't take you out on a date? I'm going to try to come from slack and say I think it's hard to try to describe yourself to other people. I think he's just confused. Like I don't think he's understanding why... Things are going so poorly for him. I mean, he's only 23 or 25. You have a fiance. I'm me. <laughs> but, uh, like, what I'm trying to say is that uh, I think he's just trying to figure out, like, what's working, what's not. And I think it's probably okay. I think uh, dating just helps with that. For me, the idea of living at my parents' house and, like, trying to date girls just seems absurd to me. Like, I know that some people do it. I know that you're in the process of doing that. Right? I'm a fucking vagabond. But but the thing is, like, I feel like you can't really if you don't have a space to yourself that's fully yours in order to like get to know somebody, it is going to be very difficult. I think he's using that an excuse not to like gain experience in dating. I'm not saying to like just go out and try to talk to every girl you see. I'm just saying that you should throw your fish line and see what you catch. Here's my official advice. If you actually do have a job and a car and you're actually smart and funny I and you're it. actually clean and groomed Both of and them. you say that you're not ugly, you're an average looking guy, that sounds more than good enough for a lot of people. So my only advice is to not give up and just keep trying because everybody gets rejected all the time. There are a bajillion people in the world, and I know this is super cliche, but it's just a matter of time until somebody agrees with you about yourself. Because it sounds like the confidence is there based on this post. So just keep trying and also get out of your parents' house. Male, 32, recently connected with a woman on Twitter in my city. And although we haven't talked much, I would like to ask her to meet in person as she seems interesting. We haven't flirted at all. Oh no. <laughs> it's been mostly about books and stuff. If it were on a dating app, it would have been pretty straightforward. But since it's Twitter, would you advise sliding in her DM and asking her out? I don't want to be creepy. If not, how can I get her talking? I am not a great conversation starter, but can hold once it is started. Thank you. Well, you're going to have to learn how to start a conversation then. <laughs> First of all, get her phone number. I cannot stress this enough to anybody that's ever contacted a woman via Tinder. I don't think it should be Bumble. right off the bat, though. Before you start wondering, what, because I think what's really important about this is... He, he says, we haven't flirted at all. It's been mostly about books and stuff. But the question is, how can I politely slide into a woman's Twitter DM I recently connected with without coming across creepy? When somebody says slide in, it sounds like you're interested in dating or hooking up or something like that. So clearly you like, like, like her. <laughs> you haven't flirted at all. So before we even get to the question of how you meet up with her, make sure she's even interested in doing what you want to do and also get her phone number. How do you feel, Sharif, about, um, have you successfully been able to like link up with girls? Based on DMs? Yeah, like just straight through DMs? I mean, with with the help of like Snapchat or like uh, getting a number, like I can, like for example, I could start off talking to someone in the DMs and like move over to like another Snapchat or number, yeah. 
how how would you describe like flirting? Because he says Ooh. we haven't flirted at all. How do you know that somebody's interested in you as more than a friend? Or are you still figuring that one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're all learning. <laughs> I'm not a great conversation starter. No, just go to her Twitter bio. Look at some of her tweets. Like her tweet. I, I definitely don't think you should ask for a number without, like, having to, like, without flirting a little bit to see, like, where she feels about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh... Before we talk about meeting up with somebody, definitely make sure that the feelings are mutual. Yeah. I think that's a fair... Yeah. And that's just be respectful. Like, if you don't want to be creepy, just be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not that. It's not rocket science. I just feel... And, and, well, he says, it's been mostly about books and stuff. How do I politely slide in? Um, with books and stuff. It's not rocket science. If you know what she likes and you see what she tweets, just send her something related You're to like, hey, I like this book yeah, you were talking about earlier. So-and-so is a great author. Want to talk about it? I have a great book that I like to recommend to you that I actually have so you wouldn't even have to go out and buy it. I know this is going to sound like super weird and forward, but what if we meet up and I just give the book to you? Over coffee. Over coffee. Yeah. People love coffee. Easy. Who Easy money. Like coffee? Look at that. We worked it out. Is he using me or is he actually interested? That's Guys a, are awful. That's a, <laughs> that's a hell of a hook. Okay. <laughs> I'm a 22-year-old female matched with a guy 25 on Friday, and I think we really hit it off. He seemed really polite, nice, and normal, which is hard to find. I agree. Fair, I've, been, I, I've, been on, I've been on this Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> he showed a bit of interest into my days and life, but he was quick to turn the conversation to Snapchat. Oh. Now we've been talking for four days total, but he's suddenly in a mood to only sext, even after I told him that it made me uncomfortable, and we talked about a Block him! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, okay, if somebody is like getting really sexual, the, I, I'm not going to read the rest of this. Right it's, off the bat. It's, it's pointless. Yeah. If somebody is, if they only want to sex you, you tell them that it's made you uncomfortable and they still want to do it, they're a weirdo. Like, it's it, it's very simple. I'm not going to waste Boundaries. Any time. <laughs> Just, once you set a boundary with somebody, if they're not willing to respect it four days into talking, then they're not going to get like better the more you get to know them. Like, that's just him. For the past two to three weeks, my boyfriend keeps bringing up what would happen if we break up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what if we all died? <laughs> he knows I'm not cheating and that I've left behind everyone who has hurt me, including my family. Okay. Hold the hell. I've left behind everyone who has hurt me, including my family. Why did you... Why is this post so short? I feel like I need more. Okay, okay. Let me start. For the past two to three weeks, my boyfriend keeps bringing up what would happen if we break up. He knows I'm not cheating and that I've left behind everyone who has hurt me, including my family. Even though I reassure him multiple times a day, he still brings it up. What can I do to ease his mind? The only comment on this post... Leave. <laughs> He's hinting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You know what my fiance and I like never talk about? After after she comes home from work or when we're like laying in bed together or when we're like in the middle of watching a show together, I never think, hey, what do you what would you think about us just breaking up? <laughs> like don't you think there's nothing that you can do to ease his mind? You know, just for the memes, like what if we just split up? <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like it makes you it helps you come to terms with things if you like say them out loud. And he's like trying to get you used to the idea of imagining a life without him. Because I've been there where like I'm starting to think about breaking up with my girlfriend. 
And it's like, it's something that you have to start saying, start talking about, and just be like, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if, or like, hey, what would you do if, you know, just hypothetically speaking, in like some imaginative fantasy world? Like, what if, like, I broke up with you, like, in Minecraft or something? Like, what if I just, like... <laughs> what if I burned down your house in Minecraft? Would that mean we're broken up? Because <laughs> I like, can do that. It's like, hey, you know how we live together, and both of our names are on the lease? What if... What if I... What if I just stopped living here? <laughs> like, 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 what if I just, like, moved out? Like, how would you feel? He doesn't want to be with you anymore. And he doesn't know how to say it besides bringing it up to the point where you get so uncomfortable, where you start to feel like maybe you want to break up. So then you do it, and then he can be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. How could you do something like this? Well, if you really think we should. And then he can leave feeling better about himself. He doesn't like you. Sorry. Met this girl four months ago, hit it off, had a thing for the last four months, called it a friends with benefits, but she didn't like that because she said friends with benefits don't have feelings for each other, but we did. Anyways, we got really close and are each other's best friend now. She said a few weeks back that she'd be afraid to make it anything serious in case it was a messy breakup and we'd lose each other forever. While drunk, she tried to kiss my friend and said she had a little crush on him. <laughs> she told me this week she lost her feelings, but while she was drunk, she was all over me and said she was just scared of it getting serious. She was drunk, so didn't take it too serious. Anyways, yesterday, I told her it'd be hard to move on from the thing we had. She called me and for 20 minutes was saying how much she loved me. <laughs> she sounds like she just wants attention. She so called hard. me and for 20 minutes was saying how much she loved me and how much I meant to her and said, you don't understand, you're my priority as a mate. I don't know if she still has feelings, but is hiding them or if they're really gone. I think she just wants attention. She sounds like a very toxic person. Yeah. <laughs> so she tried to hook up with your friend. That doesn't sound like somebody mm -hmm. that wants to make you their priority. Don't you do You guys were guy. friends with benefits. They were never even actually really together. Um, sounds like a really unhealthy person to try and begin a relationship with at Dare all. Dare I say toxic? <laughs> also, she drinks a lot, which is okay. Like, I, I mean, drink. For that my fiance age, drinks. Yeah. People drink a lot. Like, yeah. that's fine. But it's not cool to drink and then tell somebody you feel one way and then be sober and tell somebody you feel another way. And you guys were never actually together. And she said before that she never wanted to date you. Because I, it would ruin the friendship yeah, forever. Yeah, I think the big thing here is consistency, you know what I mean? Like, she's just all over the place in the sense of, like, being with her friend, with your friend and yourself. Like yeah, first of all, like, uh, we skipped over that part entirely. She tried, she told your friend she had a crush on him. What? Wh that should have been the end of it for me. The second I find out that you even liked any of my friends, like, if anybody ever told me... If, if you really had feelings about that specific someone you wouldn't go after the friend <laughs> if you if you match with somebody on tinder and you had been out with them like on two or three dates and then you found out that like her and i had also had a date together and like kissed would you continue to talk to that girl or would you be like hmm. i mean was it one date yeah we had one date and we like made out or something uh... Would you I mean, like... I'd be reluctant about it, but like, if we just kept talking casually and we ended up becoming like pretty close, I'd kind of talk to you about it. And if you were in a, if you were uncoupled with it, I'd be like, right. oh, you know, I wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but like for me, I would care like not to like be disrespectful. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's very sweet of you. I think it's interesting how you feel differently about that than I do because no nah, matter, I'm gonna come up to you, spit in your face, like, yeah, I'm going out <laughs> with Jessica. Fuck you. No matter how, like. I don't know. So there was this situation when I was in college where there was this girl that I went on, um, I met on Tinder and we hung out literally like two or three times, never did anything, never touched or anything, nothing like that happened. And then one of my roommates 
ended up um, being like friends with benefits with her for a yeah, bit. And uh, I literally did not care at all. I really? felt I felt absolutely You're a bigger man than me. I felt absolutely nothing. But if the roles were reversed, I'd be like, oh, she was like I remember her being here. Yeah. And she was here for you last so like I can so I guess I'm just different. I don't know if other people are different like that. But if they've had any involvement with anybody that I know, it's like there are so many women in the world why would I pick one that, Yeah. you know, I don't know. I guess I'm just different like that. It just matters. Anyway, so this person that needs advice, like, no, nah, she's weird. You got to let that go. She's, yeah, she, she, she sounds like a drunk, too toxic, inconsistent, inconsistent yeah. wild lady. I'm a 26-year-old female falling in love with my 24-year-old male co-worker. We've been working together since February, spending eight hours a day together. We get on very well, always joking, but we also talk about serious things and support each other during tough times. He is a bit shy, and I've never seen him that close with other people. We usually joke that we look like a couple. I wouldn't say that we are friends, but we trust each other and enjoy time together. I know he likes me as a person and really cares about me. I don't know if this could go any further. We met once, just the two of us to have some drinks, but it didn't feel like a date. It was pretty friendly. That's why I'm afraid I'm friendzone. I don't know what to do. I need to know if he feels the same, but I don't want to lose what we have. Besides, it would be awkward at work. What can I do? It sounds like you It sounds tried. like you're not really in love with him. Like, it sounds like, I don't know. I can't let go of the fact that earlier in this paragraph, she said, um, I wouldn't say that we are friends. Exactly. That's what... So that's, you're not even friends. Why are you in love with that person, but not a friend? Like, I feel like friendship should come before. For the record, love. this was posted today, three hours ago. And today okay. is Tuesday. And she says they've been working together since February. <laughs> it's been seven months, and you wouldn't say you're friends? But you're in love. Yeah, you're being kind of weird. <laughs> and the fact that you already tried, because usually I would say, okay, just go for it. Don't be so scared. You know, shoot your shot, whatever. But they were already out for drinks, and you, if you feel like you're friend zone, I think, I think it's more than a feeling. <laughs> yeah, I feel like chances are you're probably friend zoned. I don't think there's much more we can do there. I, I hate to be the one to tell you this. Either that or he was completely oblivious. There's no. Like, are, is she flirting with him? Like, I feel like that's kind of like a workplace We usually joke <laughs> hazard. We usually joke that we look like a couple. Is that what she said? Yeah. Oh. But mm. it sounds like it's really just a joke. Like, he thinks it's really funny. <laughs> just for the memes. <laughs> so, okay, I had a situation like this when I worked at, um... I worked at this fast food restaurant when I was, like, a teenager. And there was this girl that I worked with there. And we were always, like, kind of flirting with each other. Yeah, like a workplace wife. But, like... It never left work. And yeah. I think, I guess I, I can really relate to this because, like, we definitely weren't friends. Like, we never talked outside of work. Yeah. And it sounds like they don't do that either because she said, you know, they're not really, she doesn't even know they're friends. It's kind of like a workplace wife or a workplace yeah. husband. I forgot the term I was thinking about. When I was working with this girl, I would refer to her as my work girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's truly all it was. Like, I literally did not think about this woman when I wasn't at work. So I think he probably feels that way about you. And um, yeah. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but it's just not that deep. He doesn't like you. Sorry. You tried. He, she had a one-on-one -on -one date with them. They went out for drinks. Most people would get the hint. He didn't. He doesn't like you. Sorry. The title of this post is called, What Does He Mean With This? And I always know exactly what men mean because last time I checked, I was man. 
And Sharif is very much a <laughs> I, I think girls give guys too much credit. We're pretty simple. <laughs> I think girls think that guys are like plotting something crazy. No, we're we're kind of dumb. There's like this big multi-step convoluted <laughs> yeah. plan. No, we're like pretty we're one. Evil masterminds or whatever. Like I'm watching F Boy Island right now. Everybody's intentions are very clear. Okay. <laughs> So basically, I told him that I wasn't over him, and that I still have hopes of us getting together and trying again. I also basically told him to set me straight. What? What? Phrasing. I'm gonna keep it in. I'm gonna keep it in. <laughs> I still have hopes of us getting together and trying again. I also basically told him to set me straight, because that's what I need to be able to move on. And he said it doesn't matter. It's all history now. Life in university is very busy. Then I asked one more time. I asked him if this was his way of indirectly telling me to move on. And he just ignored that message and talked to me about something else. Okay. He is literally very much over you. It's just as simple as that. Sometimes things are exactly what they are. Yeah, like I said, I think girls give guys too much credit. We're not... We're not that devious and plotted. He's not... I don't think he's that much of a deep thinker. I don't think this is up for interpretation. He says, and I quote by you, It doesn't matter. It's all history now. (laughs) I asked him if this was his way of indirectly telling me to move on. It's... It's... Yeah. Wait, I just want to read this last part. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is the most important part of this whole paragraph. I asked him if this was his way of indirectly telling me to move on, and he just ignored that message. That's a hint. It's not even a, it's not even a hint. It's just, it's just <laughs> him saying, sometimes the lack of response is a response. Remember when you were growing up and your mom said actions speak louder than words? I think this is a perfect example. It's as simple as that. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just imagining my mom like coming home from work and seeing that, like, the entire... <laughs> Yesterday, we went grocery shopping, and we bought an entire pack of Oreos. And now, there's an empty package of Oreos in the trash can. And she's like, did you eat all these Oreos? I'm just like, so how was work today? <laughs> was it busy? Like, are you having a hard time? Did you have fun? <laughs> did you have fun at work today? I had a great day at school. I ate the Oreos! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. I hope this was helpful. It probably wasn't. Thank you, Sharif. I love you, Amin, and I'll see you in a couple days. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this session of Dare Be Made Possible by Anchor. We are now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. New sessions every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Intro beat is by Cosmic. Outro beat is by... Rishi K. This guy isn't even really a rapper. I really hope he doesn't start. Coming for the throne, King Joffrey. Yeah, they mad, but they won't stop me. Whoa. I've been going hard like Ronnie, but I'm not here to tear the house up, no. But no, I've been through it. No, I didn't lose it. i just been grinding like off the mic, like on my own. Just been in the booth like Superman before a fight. Now I got the juices tasting right. No, I spit the truth. I keep it tight. How hard is he working? Hard enough to make Gordon Ramsay cry. Unbelievable. One simple request, and you make a big fucking song and dance about it. I am the chosen, I am not going, I got plenty that I plan to do, this boy is clutch, he ain't choking, success, it's not random dude, better catch the flight with us, because it is leaving soon, Afghan vibes, once we leave you dead is season 2, it's season 3, R.I.P, kill the beat, and it's easy, somebody check on Breezy, everything better when it's cheesy, except like season